House Cracked. With me, as always, is Mr. Brett Derrickson, friend, father, uh, leader of people, um, and somebody that I've respected for a very long time and his passion for education uh, and his way to make school fun for kids. Yeah, and uh, I'm also very type A and hyper-organized. Said with nobody me. ever. <laughs> with here, he's my good friend and, and uh, somebody I look up to, Dr. Marcus Muner Channel, university professor, uh, elite uh, athlete, uh, husband, uh, dog owner. Wearer of hats. Wearer <laughs> of hats. He has cats, dogs, and horses. Uh, but more than anything, uh, he's the brains behind the operation. Thanks for being here, Marcus. What are we up to today? Well, I'm the something behind the operation. Yeah. Um, so, uh, no, it's something you and I have been, been talking about. Uh, kind of on and off, and we did an episode on this in in season one, and frankly, we didn't do a good job in that mm-hmm. episode because um, we we're still learning what the hell yeah, we were doing. We're uh, <laughs> we, we were we, we were YouTube podcast <laughs> babies, um, but uh, just the the crazy stuff we're seeing, and just um, good educators, middling educators, uh, veteran educators, young educators, just saying, screw it, yeah. in the profession. Yeah. Uh, this like week, people we know personally. Yeah, you know. this is the, uh, this is going to be. Uh, I don't know if it'll sound heartfelt to our audience or not, but it it, it, it this is an emotional episode for me. Yeah. I had uh, two teachers that I that I personally supervise out of a, a department that is uh, within my purview, and and uh, both of these uh, teachers are what I would consider high quality and should be lifers, mm-hmm. uh, should should love the benefits uh, of of the lifestyle of being an educator, uh, have that uh, warm heart and that efficacy of doing good things and working with kids, well-planned, hardworking, connect Care, with cared, kids. Cared about the school. Yeah, I mean, I, community. Ab- you know, abs- absolutely. I mean, uh, giving these teachers uh, feedback on improvement is a pleasure. Having conversations with them about getting better and, and, and bigger issues has been um, – enlightening to me and uh up up and at it they're leaving education all together they 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 uh let let us know uh this week and it left me uh marcus to be honest with you with my hands in the air uh i literally like this yeah we remember doing that (laughs) (laughs) uh but you know and even going home to my wife and saying sweetheart i don't know maybe i might be an administrator as we lose our schools Mm-hmm. And, and so, Marcus, I just I'll just ask you what 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 you're a former principal, you are educating future educators and future leaders in different professions. What does this mean? What do I do? How do I feel? How do I process this? I, I'll start with I don't have an answer for that. There, I don't think if anybody had an answer for that, I think we'd be starting to solve the problem yeah. by now after after seeing the last couple of years. Um, it's it, it it's it's troubling because when you when you see somebody who sucks quit the job like mm-hmm. any job like if you had a shitty mechanic yeah. and and like your car fell apart and they quit their job you wouldn't bat an eye about it but when yeah. you see somebody who cares about kids or you see somebody um who's invested in their school success leave uh, you, you start asking questions like am i am i the problem yeah. like we, I, I was making fun of the taylor swift song like it's me i'm the problem yeah. am, am i the problem when i was an administrator when i was a principal like are people leaving because i'm the problem yeah am i are they leaving because of community pressure because of kid behavior. I mean, there's there's a hundred variables there. Um, well, let's just start yeah. with this. Don't ever make fun of a Taylor Swift song. Not in my presence. Well, let me let me preface that I'm a fan of Taylor Swift. Okay. But <laughs> the you. making fun of me, I'm the problem. There's a lot of like application to that in regard to like my ability to set up a camera. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know the the truth is is that you hit you said something there, um, and and you know me both as a vulnerable person. 
Uh, you know my professional persona. Yeah. Uh, you know when I'm doing things uh, that I don't willingly want to do, but I, that we have to. Um, I but I did. I I didn't. I didn't ever ask either of these two people, "Am I the problem?" But I would. I would be an absolute liar if I didn't sit across. If from you these didn't people. lose some sleep about it. Yeah, yeah and yeah. ask myself, "What could I have done? What was I doing?" Uh, you know, did I ask them to do too many things? Did I give them the, mm. the keys to too many cars and put too much pressure on them? Did I did I not follow them down a road where they mm. might need some mentorship? Right. Uh, did I fail to to recognize? Sometimes w- when we're educational leaders, we'll we'll let our, our really excellent teachers kind of kind of just go because you want them to know that you that you trust yeah. them. And then and, and then sometimes we give them we give them more stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and definitely in in one case of, of these two that I'm talking about, I. I did wonder to myself, geez, did I, did I see this person's projection so large that I asked them uh, to, to be everything? Right, uh, but, right. you know, one way or another, I think that, 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 that this is not a personal uh, dialogue. This is a national dialogue. Right. In our tenure as uh, leaders in schools, we've, been to, we've gotten a chance to go to a bunch of recruitment conferences, right, right. and we've seen them go from like 200 and 300 candidates uh, down to a, to a, a yes, down to a terrible, yeah. terrible yeah. Uh, empty room, um, and the truth of the matter is, is we can still get on district websites in our area, folks. We live in Colorado Springs, Colorado. You've heard me say this a thousand times before. This is a beautiful place to live. Uh, people, IT people, come here because they can work at home and see the mountains in the background. Outside of our office, right here, we can see the entire Front Range. This is a this is a neat community. We well, can see Pikes Peak, America's yeah. Mountain, yeah, and, uh, and people are just choosing earlier on than usual that it's not the oh there's them. jobs but there's teaching jobs every everywhere yeah. in every district but <laughs> and so and we talked about some of the vacancies one of the biggest districts in our region and one of the bigger districts in the state went went an entire year with 250 active job postings yeah. but let me, let, i want to ask you i want to make a comment and i want to ask you a question okay um the first is that a, a, as a leader and I, I i'm sure you can empathize with this um it was harder for me when a teacher left my school when i was a principal um or or an assistant principal to go to another school yeah. It was less difficult for me in regard to my own influence when they chose to leave the profession. Um, I struggled with it, but in a very different way. And so my question to you is, like, where are these people going? Yeah, great, great question. Uh, f- first of all, uh, in this particular instance, we are not talking about flippant, you know, significantly emotional, make decisions on a whim people. Right. Both of them have no, no total plan. And, and, and these aren't new educators, right? I, I, no, one's 30, they're, one's they're, 27. They're in that window of like like three to six years yeah. where people leave the profession. Right? Yeah. yeah, and they, these are both people within their, their profession that I've observed are like excellent at research and rational thinking. One of them wants to uh, try anything. I'm not going to lie. He, I mean, and he was very clear about that. He's any he, Javelin catcher. Yeah, yes, uh, yes. He was like, there's so <laughs> many things where I, I could, we can scrape by for a year while I do yeah. this, that, and the other thing. And it was, um, you know, you know, it, wage, wage jobs, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. to, you know, completely, but they both want here's the, here's the tough part. They both do want to stay in the region. I wouldn't bring this up if they're like, Hey, we're going back to family mm-hmm. or where we came from, or we're having kids and we want to be close by aunts and uncles. No, they want to stay here. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to do this. Uh, the other was thinking IT, doing crash course in um, uh, 
cybersecurity, which mm. is you know is a legit uh, actual yeah, yeah. option in, in our region. Cybersecurity yeah. is in the top three job job fields in our region, yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's also a six foot three man, and he also said, you know, I have an in with, uh, you know. Uh, uh, an airline, mm. and he's like thinking about being a flight attendant. Mm. All while he's, you know, he's got a spouse, and they want to have kids. I'm like, geez, that's that means he he really felt like he had to go. Mm. Mm. And 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 kind of, I, I had a recent experience actually, just the last week. Um, I, I was teaching a course, uh, one of the graduate courses I teach, and um, we were talking about career trajectories. We were talking about uh, career pathways, how they ended up in my class, things like that. And I and I had a couple of uh, of former teachers slash current teachers um, that were in this degree program simply to pivot out of classroom instruction and uh, uh, out of the teaching world. And, and the question was, um, kind of how how did you arrive to that decision? Why did it take you so long? Or why did you make that decision quickly? Kind of the spectrum. And and what was really interesting to me, and I hadn't thought about, is I've wanted to leave for a very very long time. It's safe to stay because I don't know what I do with my skill set as a teacher. As a teacher, like yeah. I've, I've got a teaching degree and like a an elementary math background or or what have you. Like, wh how is that translatable? And so the feeling of safety being in a job, even if you don't feel satisfied or compelled to stay in the job, you stay because it's safe. And so if that that fear of safety was removed. Um, they would have left so much earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, you and I talk about this, and this is this is at the heart of schoolhouse crack. Uh, you know, I, I again, I would be remiss. To, you know, this morning, I, you know, I'm not trying to uh, just be sentimental here, but I, you know, I hosted a big intramural middle school girls basketball tournament. Thirty girls that who all just started playing basketball this mm -hmm. year and their families. I, I can't tell you the amount of joy. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you what it felt like to walk out of that school today knowing that I work with young people and I help build confidence and self-esteem and mm -hmm. skills and allow them to deal with disappointment. And that's a powerful emotional response to that situation. But I'm guessing what you're going to say is that still doesn't trump well, I mean, the desire to stay. No, yeah, and that's yeah. and that's where. I, but what, one of the things I'm saying is that it's schoolhouse cracked. It's not schoolhouse broken. Yeah. What are we going to do about it? But you and I have talked about this. This is one of those issues where we go back and forth. I don't even know if we both know exactly where we stand. And I know that we ha we push each other back. But it's like, when do I just say? When do I allow people to just say, "Hey, these people are weenies that quit." <laughs> no, but for real, like you know, whose job is tough? Yeah. I, one of these teachers uh, told me. Uh, in another setting, I did. I really didn't see it coming. He's like, you know, I don't know another profession where people have to take so much work home. And I and I just lo looked at this person. I'm like, really? Because everybody I know mm -hmm. takes work home. Now I'm I'm just going to interject there because one, I know your spouse takes a significant amount of work home because yeah. the nature of, of her job is 24 yeah. seven. It's it's client focus. And, and my wife works in medicine. And she has to go home and make care plans for surgeries for the very next day um, that she's going to implement at 8 a.m. And, and those are people that are in uh, uh, high-stakes economic fields and high-stakes, like, medical fields. And so me taking home a couple papers to grade feels a little in insignificant. No, yeah. no that's, what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I've never I've – never, my father was a physician. I, I mean, I, I would say the – I never got to see my father work with patients. What I did get to see my father do was paperwork and, and speaking his and charts yeah, and, his, yeah, and, his, and his, yeah. his records and everything. I've got a 
the, the, the uh, my brother and and you've met my brother he's a close friend of mine but it's like hey man you want to come down and watch this football game no i ha- i have to finish this contract yeah. i mean it's like there's the, the you know the i'm not putting down teachers i'm simply saying is this a schoolhouse cracked issue or is this a like like we're entering into uh, like you know a post covid i got to work from home uh, go for a job when I wanted no, to. I really to, like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, I, you know, I don't really know, but what I I do have to say though is is that um, as we mentioned in our last episode, we talked about superintendents and principals leaving. There there does seem to be this pressure, this public persona on teachers, mm-hmm. and whatever it is that nurtures our souls. This is not. I don't think this is a a financial issue every time people right, talk about right. finance within education and pay it it goes by pretty quickly and i think that it's just an easy thing to say besides my work my life and happiness balance work-life balance yeah, yeah. is out out of out of whack no i i want to interject a personal story now that you're talking about mm-hmm. kind of that taking work home um you know i i i teach in higher ed and uh um, I'm not tied to an office. I'm not tied to a school. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm on campus when I have classes to teach. I'm on campus when I have committee meetings or department meetings. And the rest of the time, I'm, I'm at home working my home office. And I'll tell you, it's a shit ton of grading. Yeah. Like I, and, and the only person to blame for that grading is me because yeah. I'm the one who created the assignment, the test, the essay, whatever. And so it's caused me to be more refl- – and, and mind you, I've gone full spectrum. I went mm-hmm. um, counselor, instructional coach, assistant principal, principal – and now higher ed. So I've kind of gone from the spectrum, and now I'm back to grading papers. And it's caused me to reflect on how efficient and, and well-planned I am in regard to the assignments I give. But regardless, it's still a shit ton of grading. And no matter what I do, inevitably, I'm th- this morning a perfect example. I'm grading assignments and papers from three different classes. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm lesson planning for Monday's lesson. And it sucks uh, at times, but um, if I don't lose the, the end goal, if I don't lose the, the, the finish line uh, for my site, like I know that my feedback is significant to student learning and that I chose that assignment because I think it's significant to student learning. Yeah. And, but I, I'll tell you, I have to constantly remind myself of that. Damn. But, it, but it's, a, it's a lot of time just staring at your computer screen. So right. I, I do want to empathize with the teachers out there that take things home. I don't, I, I don't, we don't want to diminish that. No, um, and I have, to, I have to, in fairness, yeah. you describing that, because I was a classroom teacher for 18 years. Mm-hmm. You just made me feel really uncomfortable because I hated that so much. I, I mean, I used to, in, 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 you know, and in, in I really appreciate that sentiment, Marcus, because now I'm feeling closer to those two people who let go of the profession today because I remember uh, on a Sunday morning waking up, getting dressed for church or thinking about, watching the NFL or whatever it is that I enjoy and just that acid reflux feeling that anything I did to enjoy myself on a Sunday was going to make my work week much harder. Yeah. Yeah, And, and, you know, and that's, um, that I don't know how, how the public or people who watch schoolhouse rock cracked, um, think about that, but that, that's a, that's a very, very real thing. It it is a lot of work outside the classroom. But I bring that up though, Brett, because the, the grading has been there since the advent of public education, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, we're grading. I mean, the expectation around, like, quality of feedback or, or frequency of feedback has changed in, in recent history. But papers still need to be graded. Yeah. Like, that hasn't changed since the 60s, right? Like, papers still have to be graded. So 
what 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 I'm saying is that people are still leaving the education because Good. it's the, it's the shit that they've already always had to deal with, and now there's just other things on top. Absolutely, of it. Yeah, yeah. and I'm glad because yeah. I was about right. You just beat me to yeah. it, and we're to, we're on the same page. But <laughs> let's change the paradigm. Here's you know here's the issue. Here's the difference between um, when I was teaching and um, what I'll be leading uh, in in two days on Monday. And the point is, that is a professional development day. No. It's just a school day. Oh, a school. Okay, it's, right, a, right. it's just a school day, but we, we are running into like mental health and social mm. uh, emotional issues with students that, for me, are unprecedented. You know, I started teaching in 1999. I was thriving in 2005. There's a Prince joke to be made there. <laughs> well done. Sorry, you got me. <laughs> Caught me off guard. I love a deep laugh. Uh, the point, though, is, is by 2005, I was, my hair was still on fire. By 2010, I was passionate about education, but I had to find a new place. All these things predate this, this idea of like legitimate mental health issues that every kid has an equal opportunity and right to a public education. And that means that a teacher needs to be able to deal with uh, intense social, emotional, or mental health issues that like we've never seen before. You and I have talked about it. Uh, uh, when we were assistant principals together, yeah. and we, yeah, we starting off in mental health, like it is a very different world now. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, it is, and I and I think I think that possibly for these two teachers that I'm talking about, and for teachers in general, um, the idea of having to follow an IEP, a 504, an MTSS plan, deal with um, data on student uh, achievement, having Brett Derrickson as your boss. Oh, uh, and and Brett Derrickson as as a parent of like I mean I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah, lie. Yeah, true. Yeah. Man, I I I really wish a few of my son's teachers were were watching us right now because I if you're watching, I'm Brett, kind of Brett's kids' teachers. Please email us. I'm telling you, I am kind of sorry. I like that I'm holding you accountable. It's a lot though. Yeah, like what um, I'm asking for for my my children is for complete professionalism out of their mm -hmm. teachers and i know they're working hard uh, it, it is a, it's a, a twisted thing yeah. and, and so a, as we wrap up the episode brett um there's there's been a recent viral tiktok and i know you're not on tiktok mm -hmm. um and you barely use other social media platforms mm -hmm. your your wife is generally the yeah. one posting pictures of you yeah um but uh there's a viral tiktok right now of a teacher who i think a teacher of maybe eight or ten years if i recall correctly um, she's been uh, recording her experience leaving the profession of teaching and working at Costco. Yeah. And, uh, and, and she's just kind of documenting the distinctions of leaving Costco or of leaving public education working at Costco. And anybody who's worked in the public service industry, and I know you have, and mm -hmm. I know I, when I was in college, I worked in public service industry. Um, it, it's that sucks like yeah. that is hard so no retail wait, is yeah, retail is bad retail services like for the, the folks that are out there that work in retail services like you have my heart like that yeah people people can be awful um and so to leave public education and 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 she works in uh sales for costco like membership sales like that's that's not an easy job like there's a lot of karens out there and a lot of pissed people yes um and, and she's happy and she's been doing it for for approaching uh, I think eight months now, a and she's documenting the distinction between her role in public education and her role at Costco, and it's caused a lot of vitriol in the community. Mm -hmm. People are saying teachers are soft, but then you have the retail industry saying like you don't go into retail if you're soft, mm -hmm. and uh, and so I would argue like it if you're choosing between two evils and you choose retail services, like that's that's telling of of the current status and environment of public ed. So it is, uh, and I love I love the story you shared that with me. I need to look it up. I will say this though, 
when I was sitting across from one of those teachers just two days ago, my final thought out of total respect and reverence for this person was, you're going to miss as IT or a flight attendant the true joy that you have efficacy, that your yeah. actions do have an a have positive. a ripple have a ripple effect across generations. Yes, yeah. and 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 I do respect this point of view, and I do respect this dialogue that's been generated from this lady who's gone from teaching to Costco. But I would like to check in in a year from now, uh, when you don't get those letters or those hugs or those high fives or those little bro shakes or the nucks. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Um, uh, uh, teachers are extraordinarily important people. Um, you're adored. We we just did. Uh, you know, these two people are leaving, and others will too. Uh, we just did all students. We had ninety percent of our students do a teacher uh, nine question teacher uh, school related survey. Most of those questions were centered around learning and, and their teacher experience. Sure, sure. And it actually turns out, despite all of those challenges, that our students love our teaching staff. And I, and I would argue you're going to get probably the same results in any school you go yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, so for the community out there watching and listening, um, send us your thoughts. Are, are you struggling with staying in the profession, leaving the profession, or having second thoughts? So send us your thoughts at schoolhousecracked at gmail.com. Um, comment on the YouTube channel at Schoolhouse Cracked. Uh, be sure to download us on all the podcast channels. But let us know. We know it's hard. We've, we've mm -hmm. been in the classrooms, and uh, and I'm still grading papers. Yeah. And it's it's not easy, and we can appreciate that. Uh, our heart goes out to every single person spending every day devoted to kids. But uh, what are you struggling with? What are you dealing with? Please weigh in, folks. We care about the parent point of view, the student parent point of view, the, the teacher point of view. We, we are asking for public dialogue. We're not asking for solutions. We're asking for your experiences, your thoughts, your questions. Yeah. Uh, the point of this uh, this entire Schoolhouse Cracked uh, um, episode and its entity in general is to get us all together talking about what we want out of our, our communities and our schools and yeah. our public education. So a single takeaway I would say, Brett, is if you're a teacher, know that you're still making a difference for the kids in your classroom. If you're a parent, please appreciate your teachers because they're still showing up every day trying to do the best they can for your kids. And if you're an administrator, stop giving them dumb shit and let them do the good things <laughs> they do every day in front of kids. We this love is, you. Yeah, this is Schoolhouse Cracks signing off. We'll see you in our next episode.